Hello everyone and welcome to Anna First Story. This is your host Anjali Vimala. Let's start today's episode with an interesting quote. You have to believe it before you see it. This resonates with many entrepreneurs and many achievers because they are the ones who have believed in themselves when nobody else is confident in them. If you want to achieve something in your life, start believing from today that you are already in position of enjoying it before you even take your first step. For example, if you want to become a dancer, start believing from today that you are already a dancer before you even take your first step. That's how you make every impossible thing to a possible thing. Now let's start the show. Joining us today is a co-founder and CEO of Eagle Owl. Eagle Owl is a startup based out of Bangalore. It is a restaurant-based industry that manages all the operations required by the restaurant owner. Starting from inventory, recipe, dashboard, menu, engineering to supply chain and procurement, Eagle Owl takes care of everything that a restaurant owner needs in his business. Let's welcome co-founder and CEO of Eagle Owl, Mr. Vinod Rajaraman. I would encourage my listeners to listen to the podcast till the end as it may give you some insights on how to find a business. Thank you and hope you enjoy the podcast. So first of all, I would like to thank you for joining us today, Vinod. My pleasure, my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, so today we are going to have conversation on how one can start a company and what one has to consider while finding a business. Okay. So before we begin this, I wanted to know, like uh, being from engineering background and back with a decades of experience in tech industry, what influenced you to step into a restaurant and service industry? Well, uh, I spent 15 years as an engineer, uh, but in 2015-16, I ended up uh, taking up operations role in a full-stack uh, cloud kitchen. And uh, that was my first exposure outside, outside of tech. And after, while doing that, I was closely interacting with my CEO and founders. And I guess that's where I got a little bit of courage to try something different. So this Eagle Owl is completely looking after back-end operations of restaurants, correct? Yes, we, we help restaurants with inventory management, food costing and helping them become more profitable. So as I said, my stint in the previous company where I was doing this, um, I felt a lot of pain managing the costing part and inventory part of our restaurants and uh, our cloud kitchens, as I can put it. And post then, there was a, I wouldn't say it's a light bulb moment or anything, but there was some kind of a feeler that, yeah, probably I felt this wasn't really solved by the industry or other uh, products in the space in a better way and uh, I felt there was possibly a chance that I could do a better job of it by building a product. That's how the idea came up. Uh, so like obviously many newbies entering into entrepreneur world, maybe one in ten would have definitely this question, right? Should, or should they start their company all alone or start with a business partner? So what that really depends. Uh, that really depends on the individual. So, sometimes it might work with partners. Sometimes it won't work with partners. But I think fundamentally, more than figuring out a partners, you should be convinced of the problem that you want to solve, and uh, you should be very passionate about it in the first place. If, uh, otherwise, you can't run it in the long run. Uh, starting a company is <clears throat> relatively easy. The process not much, but uh, finding your uh, uh, it's a lot of things apart from instinct, apart from uh, you f- really feeling for the problem, I would say is, is more important than anything. And then finding someone else who equally believes in that, uh, in what you're trying to solve is, uh, is the key to finding your partner. Yeah, uh, but like uh, we often hear that like, uh, for example, if we alone run a startup, then we might uh, go with the exhausting of capital. So in that case, if a partner is there, then we can at least share the risk. 
I don't think uh, that is tied to the capital. So, uh, see, most startups will need capital, right? Either you put in the founders, put those money themselves. So whether you have a partner or not, you can put that yourself. If you don't have, you have to go for an external funding uh, by relative equity, raise funding from outside. Both are viable opportunities. But again, I, I see uh, I, it's a such tough running a startup because business itself is quite tough, and it might help have a partner so you can you know who you can lean on during your trouble times, and then you know when you are tired, he picks up the space and uh, you know contributes to the growth of the company. So that way, having a partner really helps. But more importantly, having a having the right partner uh, makes the difference because you need someone who's as passionate as you in solving solving what you're trying to do. that uh, that would be the message that i that's what i have learned okay so like uh, how do you find a partner then like uh, for example you said no like uh, we have to see a vision in our product and we have to uh, see a vision in our like passion about our company and all so if you want to find a partner then how do we ev- evaluate our partner like many startups fail because of bad partnerships yeah i think there are multiple ways it's not it's not easy i wouldn't say it's uh, easy but you can go back to your uh, the companies that you worked in you will you would have made enough friends in the tech world uh, or in the business world or in the sales world figure out an area where you think you are not quite strong and you want somebody else to as a partner to lead that particular friend and then you start uh, connecting the dots and figure out okay i know this guy and then somebody else know somebody you start making getting introductions you speak to your friends in the industry colleagues and maybe you know uh, and there are multiple forums available these days where you can where a lot of people are looking for co-founders in either sales or marketing or uh, technology and from then on it's, it's a long process so it takes time uh, i wouldn't i wouldn't say that it's an easy thing to do but it takes time it could be a college mates it could be a batch mates it could be a reference it could be someone who was not uh, who's who's goes a great person at what he does but is not happy in a current job uh is willing to take the chance so multiple angles come in it's uh, there's no easy way to finding a partner uh, so i have one more question like um like many newbies who was like who are entering into entrepreneur world will think that if they share their idea with someone they might steal because that is an initial stage so i don't is- believe in that uh i'm happy to share ideas with thousands of people uh, again as i said uh, there is a certain dna that you that a founder or co-founders bring along uh, in my case at least i worked in cloud kitchen so i know in a lot of uh, rest and back end space and also inventory and uh, other aspects it's not easy to replicate that uh, years of knowledge that uh, someone has built uh, you know today products or uh, products and literature or ideas are diamond dozen right but you need that passion to passion and belief to keep uh, doing it on a daily basis when you wake up and uh, sharing ideas is not a worry in fact you, you should share it with as many people as possible uh, so like um, what are the initial steps you have taken when the idea of launching a business has tied your mind i think just to uh, just to vet it i believed i mean from in my case i felt the problem first and so i knew there was a gap and i kind of premised that if i face this problem there'll be hundreds and thousands of people who face this problem that's how i started off and to validate uh, my idea i consulted with a person for about two months and i got paid for it so that gave me the confidence that yeah there are people who have this issue and maybe now it's time to build a product around this and, uh, and then sell it across uh, so like uh, then many uh, many people struggle in getting the customers then how did you get how did you land up on your first customer like oh yeah you said that you already seen the gap in the market but it's like uh, still difficult to build trust of someone who never who have never seen our work so like uh, yeah it was yeah. extreme it was extremely tough i, I also didn't have a lot of uh, 
I was purely in the tech industry. Right? So I spent a lot of exposure to the restaurant industry in Bangalore. But it was tough. I started talking to people, some friends here and there. I I wrote a lot of uh, blogs online on LinkedIn and uh, WordPress and other forums. And uh, at some point of time, somebody read the blog and reached out to me. And that's how the first customer came. It was uh, I think five or six months into uh, the product after we had built. And uh, the second customer uh, in Bangalore, or I would say the first customer in Bangalore came. Uh, quite soon after that we were in, uh, i got introduced to uh, the owner of uh, windmill scrappers and i had given a demo and i was in touch with them uh, for like 5 6 months of follow up repeated meetings and then one fine day he said uh, come over i'm ready to take your product uh, yes this is the first product just of you literally have to hustle uh, you have to try everything possible use your friends go do the walk ins i think a lot of people are worried about uh, facing rejection uh, i would suggest that you pretty uh, you should get used to it uh, otherwise there's no way you can find your first customer because nobody is going to believe you right uh, yeah the product is new you are new uh, nobody knows if this company will survive for a year or two right uh, nobody is going to take a punt on you and uh, you have to make it all your efforts reach out to your friends uh, network uh, walk ins are best cold calls walk ins cold emails whatever it takes uh, you should do that in the first 6 uh, 7 months okay so like um, trying multiple platforms is a one of the best thing where we can market our product initially right uh, sorry i didn't get that no i'm saying that like uh, trying on different platforms we don't know from where uh, from which our customer will uh, knock on our door no i'm not talking about marketing here uh, it's very difficult to market your product in your early stage because nobody has heard of you and there are not many people looking out for such a product in any which way um, i'm saying you have to hustle in the first uh, first first year year and a half it's really a founder hustle uh, there's no other sales guy who can do it for you there's nobody else who's going to do it for you you're not going to get incoming leads but if you uh, if you're a domain authority in a particular area i would suggest you write uh, a lot about that uh, I, in, in hindsight i should have written a lot more than what i've done so far that really helps it doesn't guarantee you any success but i think there are slight chances of you know some somebody gets interested in your path why are you doing something i mean there has to be a feel for it right uh, they want to know who that person is behind the company uh, why why is he solving a problem uh, take your own case you are interviewing me or talking to me because you were you wanted to trace the path of some entrepreneur who did something in his life right and you found it interesting and you thought you will share it with someone even customers are looking at that i mean why have you started it what is your intention how many people are, are in your company what uh, motivated you to solve a particular problem all of that comes in the picture so writing a lot of good uh, stories and uh, knowledgeable authoritative original articles will help but it wouldn't suffice i would suggest you literally cold call and meet people do whatever it takes i mean see in my case when i uh, when we got windmills i literally sat in windmills for the first five months every day i used to work out of uh, their office uh, to help them use the product right uh, that's how it happened the minute i got them then four other people just followed up because it's one of the premium brands in bangalore and other people heard about it and they came to us so it became slightly easy after that but i'm saying the first few customers you have to really struggle you would be willing willing to spend a lot of time on them take care of them as if they are the first customers and uh, that's how it grows you have to hustle okay uh, so like what's the most challenging part for you as a ceo i think everything is challenging yeah okay. <laughs> nothing is easy uh, i've uh, i've become a lot more humble uh, than i was in my age i think it's partly because you understand how tough it is to build a business uh, there's always one or other challenges that come in with employees with customers with uh, business with uh, 
pretty much everything it could be sales marketing engineering some issues server crash you always have some issue rather the main challenge i have seen uh, at least here is you know keeping uh, the motivation levels of your people high uh, it's always that's quite challenging so you need to ensure your employee morale morale is quite high uh, including the founders because even that tends to dip at some point of time so that's where i've found it quite challenging and yeah sales is always quite challenging it's not easy at all so like i have found that eagle owl has recently secured seed funding correct so yes we secured it quite a while back not recently yeah okay so like how did you approach the investors in our case in my case it happened to be my uh, friends uh, who were willing to invest and um, I just spoke to them in about a month or two we just chatted and the investment came in it it wasn't too tough honestly but otherwise yeah i think a lot of avenues exist today investors are looking out for you and you are also looking for investors or ample forums where you can reach out angel uh, networks mumbai angels chennai angels and uh, a lot of hnis family offices who are willing to invest in companies um, yeah i mean but i think at a seed stage it's kind of difficult than the indian market at least you need to show some product market fit you have to show some kind of uh, customer acquisition without that getting of getting funding would be uh, would not be easy. just with an idea is going to be tough okay uh, so like uh, for in investors like a one pitch to the investors what do you think like uh, what points one must add so that um, that impresses investors or uh, what can uh, those points that must be covered in the pitch I, i wouldn't really know but i think investors look at the founder uh, the founding team that's very important uh, they also look at of course what what are you trying to solve how big the, how big the market is and whether you shown some uh, gumption and fight to you know acquire early customers i think acquiring great brands uh, will really you know till till some favor uh, till some balance in your favor those are the key points i think you see different investors look for different things everyone wants to invest in a company that's growing really fast or has a long term potential for them to multiply the money 5x or 20x or whatever it is but ultimately you shouldn't be doing something just because investors like it i mean you should be doing something that you like and if investor likes you and what you're doing that's when he'll uh, open his purse okay okay understood uh, so as a co-founder how do you determine like how much to pay yourself and your partner when you were in the initial stage like when you were as an early entrepreneur uh, you generally pay as less as possible right i mean you really want to keep uh, keep the money for your company to grow and for employees to uh, grow because you're always short on funds in a early stage startup where if you're not heavily funded by the likes of Tigers and Sequoias you're you're always short on funds uh, so you're trying to be as frugal as possible and one way to do that is you know not to take too much of money capital from your company for yourself uh, take only the amount that will help you lead a decent life or a semi decent life and uh, that should be the same concept for your co-founders also okay okay so uh, yeah got also uh, uh, from your like past experience like i uh, have experience since of engineer for like more than uh, uh, 10 years right uh, how that experience uh, have you leveraged in eagle owl i don't think i leveraged much of my software engineering expertise in eagle owl i think uh, i leveraged a lot of my uh, operational skills and uh, uh, marketing and sales skills in, uh, in my previous company i mean after i left uh, the engineering job i learned a lot outside that's that's what i figured out and that gave me the confidence uh, essentially i worked in a startup and very close with the founders and the ceo and uh, that's when i got the confidence that probably i can try something yes doing engineering helps because you know you can manage your engineering team and uh, 
in figuring out what is going on but beyond that it's about you as a person uh, how much of uh, fighting ability that you have that will determine how long you want to do it the past experience helps in terms of uh, process and other things where right? it's from engineering is more of us getting up the right process getting the right kind of uh, people to do the job uh, those things definitely adds up but ultimately it's up to the individual and how much of uh, persistence he can show that will keep start up going okay uh, so like if you have given a chance to talk to your young ஒர்க்ஸ்ல and also the marketing skills also helps a lot these two are extremely essential to build a good company and also having empathy for people whether it's your customers or your uh, employees that also helps a lot i think uh, these skills are uh, more important than anything else other things will you will learn as you go okay so here comes a, like uh, one last question uh, so uh, being a co-founder and ceo that in was like uh, you have to work day in and day out 365 days so like uh, how do you manage your personal life as well uh, that's not entirely true uh, 24 by 7 by 365 i think it's uh, it comes in paper more often it's not as bad as people think it is yeah i mean you you would like of course your personal life goes for a toss because uh, more than the amount of time you spend uh, working your mind is continuously busy figuring out the next step because you are always facing one mind or the other uh, every for every step that you take uh, in a startup life uh, you are worried about where the next sale is going to come from or which customer is angry who's going to leave how do you retain them uh, how do you attract money from investors how do you keep your employees together how do you pay them the next month salary so your your, your mind is always filled with hundreds and thousands of thoughts uh, that's what uh, breaks on most of the people uh i don't think this 24 by 7 is uh the norm here nor is it really expected i think i work about 14 15 hours a day uh, it doesn't really tire me any which way because i am doing things that i like so it's not a big deal for us okay okay so what a uh, one piece of advice you would like to give to the next gen entrepreneurs uh first couple of years i mean early stage people who first out fresh out of college work in startups uh, work in very small startups where uh, there's a lot of work and uh, less of money uh, but you need to work very closely with the founders um, i i believe they should learn a lot of things in the first couple of years and they should then start trying their hand at entrepreneurship if they are interested in it uh, but i think working in a big company is foils uh, a lot of people uh, i think if they focus their life on learning uh, everything i mean i even if you are an engineer you shouldn't be restricted to uh, just coding right you should understand why a certain feature is built why customers are asking for it uh, will the company make uh, tangible difference in business if they build a feature so it's all about understanding and being a little logical about uh, uh, building a business so in early stages in the first 2 3 years i would like uh, engineers or uh, people passing out of colleges to try and work in small startups to learn as much as possible you know 8 to 10 people to 20 people kind of uh, company uh, not worry too much about the salary part but uh, figure out how businesses are run because uh, you guys are going to build great businesses in future and to be able to build that you need to see what mistakes uh, are happening today 
and what uh, what are the good things that are happening in a company and you know, this learning experiences uh, uh, immense and uh, it cannot be compensated with uh, any classroom by any classroom so that's what i would advise young people work in startups learn as much as possible and work as hard as possible okay that's like really cool like um i think uh, most graduates must start when they were like in first and second years they must try uh, different forums like attending events and all so that they get exposed to entrepreneurs as well Correct. See, events in most cases are are a time pass. I have not found them too useful personally uh, because there are too many people to meet and you don't get to make many personal connections. But I, I think today reaching out to entrepreneurs is easy. I mean, you reached out to a couple of people, including yeah. me, to get to talk, right? So it's not difficult to uh, do that today. Uh, you reach out to as many people to get some advice if you have if you need any but otherwise i would say don't give excuses for yourself like everyone has an excuse i'm just 23 years old i can't do it i'm 35 years old i'm married i can't do it there's no reason uh, it, it's all you're coming up with excuses of excuses just not do anything but that's how the world is right everyone wants a comfortable life nobody likes uh, taking risks they just want the comfort of a monthly paycheck coming in and uh, going to a movie on a weekends and a mall and you know having some nice wine and a fine dining restaurant that that's all they care about there are very few people who <clears throat> dream of you know making a difference go through the hardships and that's what those are the people who try and change the world even if they fail that's okay uh, we shouldn't be scared of failure even i might fail in a year or two i don't really know but i do have the hope that it might go really well and go well for everybody including my employees and everyone around me but uh, that should be the driving force rather than just reading about a billion dollar startups on the internet i mean you need you need to convince yourself that fine i want to solve this issue and let me see where it goes if you have that passion you can you can do a startup if you don't have it go and learn in a, in a startup for a couple of years and if that motivates you you have to be very clear on your expectations on work life balance and other aspects as well you have to be willing to take a lot of pressure uh, it's not easy at all um but by being in a in that environment for a couple of years or more uh you will sort of figure out if you are if you are actually intended for this space or not and, and then you decide whether you want to start a startup or go and work in a big company and lead a normal life both are okay and thank you inor i'm glad that you shared everything that you have experienced in your entrepreneurial journey no worries thanks for having me online